welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but them views, they are amazing. But the views are amazing. I'm your moderator, B. Jones, and I got my man, Coach K, up top. What's happening, brother? What's going on, man? I'd like to welcome y'all back. Hey, man, you know, it's been a long time, man. I missed you guys, man. I feel like it's been a while since we've all been on Just Us. Yeah. Oh, it's been a long time. It's been Absolutely. Um, I was thinking about it last week uh, when we were doing the, uh, the break room, and I was just like, wait a minute. When was the last time all of us were on together? It would have had this, so man. yeah, man. This is good. It's good to be back with everybody. Absolutely. I feel like we, like like we in the uh, the thirteenth floor bubble. Beach, <laughs> <Hey. laughs> uh, BJ, what's happening, man? What you got going on? Oh, uh, good, man. It's good to be here. Good to see y'all. Good to be back together again. Cause I needed the time to just kind of just talk, man. So I'm I'm excited about the night. There it is. We're gonna come back to you to see what you got on your chest, man. Get it off right. real quick. Faison, what's happening? Uh, I'm good. It's a good week. This is a good week. It's been a, I'm good. Very well. Mentally in a good place. You should have talked awesome. to him last week. Some of them cryptic text messages we had going in the, in the group. Look, you could, you I'm not doing it. anything. I'm not doing a call. I can't do this. <laughs> Everything is shut down. <laughs> Hollow. It's crazy how that happens, man. And then you kind of get stuck in that situation. I feel like that's why I'm, I'm stuck there for probably like another week. And then hopefully October just turns over and, you know, everything kind of. Mm. You should not say that. Mm-hmm. You just but I have to. I got to speak it into out. existence. Nope, nope. I'm claiming it. I got to claim it because otherwise, you know, it's going to be hell on wheels forever. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, to <laughs> no. hear about a shitty October. <laughs> <laughs> COVID 2.0. D guy, what's happening, man? Um, so literally, while we're sitting here going through these intros, yes, we haven't been together in a minute. But then I realized halfway through the intro, I was like, man, this dude's gonna come to me last because then he's gonna be trying to get me to do the fresh ovation right now. So I had to go ahead and dip in that bag. So um, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta uh, pop, uh, pop us off, man. The power of positivity. Baby. I, I realized that I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna um. I ain't going to go against it no more. We here. It is what it is. Beautiful city in the background. My jammy. You know what time it is. Uh, let's see here. Where can I go? Uh, the more I'm grateful for what I have, the more comes to me. I'm so grateful to be in this body. I love myself unconditionally. I love my life. I'm grateful for my life. My fo- by focusing on gratitude, I attract more and more beautiful things into my life. I'm having the experiences I need to have in order to become the best version of myself. My heart is open and full of gratitude. I know, especially right now during quarantine, um, you know, what is this like the, the like- Are we in like six months? 36 weeks, like exactly. Like we've been, we've been in this thing um, for quite some time now that, you know, it can, it can feel like the walls are closing in. I'm sure uh, 
for many, you know, businesses, opportunities, um, all kinds of stuff have either closed, opened up. It's just been a, a wild shift. But through all of this, understand everything happens for a reason, has a purpose, and it is only used to make you better, stronger, and able to have an awesome story to tell later on. So use that as fuel, fire, keep that thing pushing, keep that thing frustrated. You know what it is, we out here. Church. See, that's why I'm looking forward to October, man. It's gonna be amazing, watch. Big facts. There it is, there it is. So quarantine, man, you mentioned that. Do y'all still like feel like the quarantine is like really going on? Cause I feel like, you know, things are normalizing uh, real quickly going into what's supposed to be this uh, second spike, especially the way that they opening up the state in Maryland. I questioned it, man. I, I posted that today in response to somebody else's post. I'm looking around and people at weddings and all grouped up together and doing stuff. And I'm like, bro, am I living in a bubble down here in South Florida and the rest of the world is, hasn't told us we, we good now? Like, what's going on? Because everything we go, um, everything we do, restrictions and... It's crazy. It's that herd mentality that people, it's been out there that people say, go out there and just do it and, and you know, get it. It's, it's just a mixture. I mean, each state is different. So people are traveling from other states as well, too. And, you know, they're, they're popping out. I had a wedding across the street from me the other day. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. But, you know, it is what it is. People are just, the more it's open, the more people are thinking, assuming that it's there. Um, it's happening. But some of the other states, like New York or so, they're still, you know, maintaining their thing and, and not playing around. So um, I, was gonna say, I see two, two trends. One, the less melanin you have in your skin, the less likely you seem to believe that COVID is like a real thing and, and, and truly still prevalent, like still happening. But then also the younger that you are, because I see a lot of like college, high school kids who to them, it's oblivious. They have no like real thought or concern or care, you know, necessarily in the validity of it, it seems. But that's been the biggest thing is that everybody, um, especially in those two categories, got so stir crazy over these uh, couple months that they are in a straight state of effort. Like they, 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 they don't have a care anymore or thought they're like, hey, I didn't get it, you know, or in some of them, the crazier thing is some of them have gotten it and, and just uh, whatever. It's whatever, man. It's like a cold. You should get it, too. They're having parties with it. Like, it's crazy, man. It is crazy. My bad, Kat. I cut you off. No, nah, it's all good, man. Um, I don't know, man. I think it's like a 50-50 split. Like, some people you still see out here with, you know, the, the doggone mask, face shield, all types of stuff, gloves. And then you see other people just la, la, la. Hey, I'm drinking. You want to drink from my straw? I'm like, right. hey, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Um, so it's interesting, man. You know, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with the second spike. I think the real problem is the way the whole thing was handled. What's true? What's, what's not, what's not true? You know, what did we react to the way we should have? What didn't we, I think people are just confusion has just led to just, just do whatever, just do whatever you want. If yeah, you're going to die, you're going to you live, you're going to live, whatever. 100% people have put their hands up on just some, um, man, I can't take it no more. I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry about being in the house anymore. And, and like, I don't know where y'all are at, but I know over here on the West coast of Florida, man, restaurants and bars, 
That's what I'm. The, into. the six feet of suggestions, like they they still be getting <laughs> it popping, acting like it ain't nothing. It's been um, it's interesting, and even the difference between the west coast of Florida versus the east coast. So like, uh, Fort uh, Myers, uh, Naples area where I'm at now versus going back over Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, and seeing the difference. Like when it was really prevalent, I'm going over to Miami, Fort Lauderdale side, and and. That's when I first started seeing the six feet apart and in only certain ways in the grocery store and all of this other stuff. But then I go back over to the West Coast and they're like, you, if you want to wear a mask, I mean, it's on you. I ain't going to make you do it. You know what I mean? Like outside it's, it's, of you trying to wear a mask is what I'm hearing from some people. It's, yeah, and it's just, it's, it's been interesting. It's been very interesting, especially seeing that. I, it, it's one thing to be one area, so you just feel that that's what it is. But when you're seeing that vast difference during this whole time, it's been just like, what is going on? Trace, have you done a set inside one of these like nightclubs or bar situations? Because that's what I'm most interested in. Because I've I've heard that, like you said, they I'm just not. Made- I'm not ready for that. I'm I'm literally supposed to do my first. Um, I think it is a wedding. But at the spot, it's got like an enclosed DJ booth. Um, but I'm definitely not. Um, I, I don't think I'm game yet to be in a big clothes, like even to risk it because I um, <clears throat> I got hired for a party. And when I pulled up to the party, it was like at an Airbnb. And when I pulled up, there was like 20, 30 cars in the, in the front of the party. Like I was supposed to DJ. Bedroom I pulled up. There's already 20, 30 cars that are like pulled up over by this thing. And I'm just like, what is going on? So I called my guy who had um, booked me. He's like, oh, we're going to be there. So I'm just like, all right, whatever, I'm waiting. But I'm like, I'm not going inside this place right now. He gets there, mask up. We walk inside. As soon as we get to the door, I can hear music. I'm like, there's too many people to be here. They're like, oh, yeah, they're shooting a video. Man, it was like hearing the the beginning of Ether. I'm just like... <laughs> What do you mean a video? Like, what are you talking about? This wasn't supposed to be no huge party. You know what I mean? Walk in, there's people all over the place. I immediately just walked over to the patio. I'm sitting there just like, chest getting tight. There's two, um, but luckily there was other DJs there. So I'm first confused, just like, why? Why am I here? B, I'm more upset because I'm just like, why are you putting me in this situation with all of these people? Like, it's a lot of people. And then... Listen, bro. There was there, there wasn't even nothing to question. I'd have been like, "You got an extension cord? Cool." <laughs> Man, I was I was on the patio. I looked I looked inside again. I looked over at them. They started cracking jokes about some. Oh, I guess you're probably gonna have the night off. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go take my speakers back to to my storage unit." Never saw me again. <laughs> well, it's, it's good to hear you draw the line man because i've had to do something very similar like walk into a situation where i think it's one maybe two close friends and then it's like 16 other people there and i'm like oh okay yeah i'll talk to y'all from the outside and move back around man because and like carol mentioned the just the conflicting reports from the cdc it's airborne it's not airborne all of this hysteria mass confusion that's being you know propagated out there you just got to stay safe man especially when you got little ones at home and things on the way like it's just it's not worth the the risk i, I just to me it. that period the risk is not worth the reward like and in all honesty i'm 
I'm fairly positive it would, you know, it might be a shitty situation, but I'd be fine uh, if I if I actually got it. However, I'm here with my mom, you know what I mean, a lot of the time that it's like, it's not worth it to me to risk, you know, going out there and getting it to find out, okay, I'm straight, but then now I've, I've killed my mother. You know, it's not, it's not worth that to me. It doesn't make any sense to people who are just walking around with they, they mask off their nose and everything. It's just like, what is... What is going on? Like, what are you I doing? I saw, this, I saw this dude today. <laughs> Buddy was Spanish. He had on one of the, the blue and white masks. Um, and actually, it was yesterday. It was at Chipotle. Um, he's got on the, one of the blue and white medical masks. Got his nose hanging out. And now look at the mask. And the mask is, even though it's supposed to be a blue and white mask, the mask is as brown as me. Like, like, I'm just He's like. using that mask for three months. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like, that, that same mask the whole time. <laughs> Like, bro, disposable. Yeah, you know, like, I was wanted to just give him anything. Like, man, I got one in the car. Let me give you this. Like, it's just, but that's the thing. It's, uh, I saw another, um, on Facebook, I saw uh, someone posted where this, uh, less melanated white lady <laughs> decided that she was selling masks that had holes in them that it was literally just oh, yeah so I like saw just the, the the outline pretty much of the yeah. mask to then you know oh it's just about compliance it's not about doing it no nobody wants to argue with you nancy to go ahead and and talk about how you want to you know come in here with this holy mask on just so that you can it, it's it's just it's insane it's insane man it is insane have you has anybody had to draw those lines at work? That's yes. the question I want to pose y'all. Not, not yet. I did. I had to do that. I don't anybody else have to do that. Yes. What, what was your situation? I mean, I I I talked about this. I'll let Brett answer first. I have to constantly remind people of the six feet requirement. You know what I'm saying? And then it's the the face mask. So like you said, it's hard. For me to remember every time I go into a store, damn, I got to get my mask. So I always end up walking back, you know, to the car to get the mask. But when I have to go into the office, which I'm doing a little bit more frequently these days, you know, I just keep it around my, you know, my face or whatever and just pull it down if I'm in my cubicle area, if I don't have to be in direct, you know, conversation with Uh anybody. But random, just walk up, hey, Brett, nothing on your face. And so I just politely you know, do like this and, and back away and hopefully they get the hint. But it's been a couple of times I was like, you know, I've had to actually say, you know, hey, you know, we in the office, you know, we got certain protocols and everybody wants to stay safe. So, you know, get your shit together, please. <laughs> Pretty much basically. But, you know, luckily enough, small business. So it's only like four of us in the office at a time. Um, and, you know, people are most respectful. It's just a couple that just, you know, forget quote unquote each time to keep the mask on for people <laughs> get out of here my mine was a little bit different and mine dealt with i guess the superiors trying to demand stuff and so so again so my territory goes from all the way up in lake county just above north of orlando all the way down here to miami so i live in Broward county so most of the time i'm in the territory of Palm Beach, St. Lucie, probably St. Lucie, Palm Beach, Broward, Dade, right? So right now, Palm Beach, Broward, and Dade are all, all the schools are still virtual for the next at least couple weeks until people start going back, which they finally decided some kids are going to go back. That's a whole nother story episode another time. 
But all my, but just like you said, Ian, the other districts, I go up north and I go west a little bit. I go to Polk County. I go to Orange County. Like they started back school a while ago. So they're in an expectation from my superiors is that, well, they're in school. You need to be in school observing instruction going on. Like, okay, so my schools close to me are closed. So you want me to go there? First of all, I'm not staying in the hotels right now. Because mm. I, I got to come back home. At the end of the day, like if my schools are open, I realize I have to go to the schools I can control that environment in my car. I'm not renting cars from like two or three times a week. I'm not going to stay in the hotels overnight. So if that's a requirement, like then I'm going to be out of compliance. So for me, it's like I'm not doing it. And it just had to be that conversation. Like if you want me to travel overnight, if there's nothing I can do in the day trip and back, then I, I can't comply. And if that's what your expectation, then I need to step down and, and just, just saying it flat out like that. But I have, and I say that from a point of, I'm comfortable with telling somebody that because I'm not worried about repercussions, right? right. I'm not worried about that. And I say that again, out of not out of pride, but out of like, you can't make me feel like I gotta pick this job or come back home and keep my family safe, right? You're, you're not gonna force me to make that decision. But I do have coworkers who aren't in that position and they're scared to say something. Mm-hmm. And all I can do is coach them in the background. I'm like, look, y'all gotta speak up for yourself, but I can't speak for you. Right, so, that's a so life when it comes lesson down, though. When it comes down to it, so that, again, I, and again, I, I tell it like it is, there, there's a retreat coming up. They come up with an idea, they wanna do a, a, a statewide retreat in Tampa in like another three weeks. And I'm like, the paperwork due to travel was due last week. I'm like, Brian, we don't I have it. fun with that. I, I, I know you don't got it because I ain't going. <laughs> I'm, going. I'm not I'm not submitting the paperwork because I'm not traveling. Because you, you want me to come there for two days to sit in a room with 30 people in a room that hold of so they call it a protocol is the room holds 150. We're only gonna have 25 to 30 people so we can space people out. So you're gonna bring people there to talk to them because you can't do team building activities where you're up on people sharing stuff. You, you're gonna be delivering information to me from either a podium or from your computer sitting at a table to me sitting at my computer table. Why do I need to travel to Tampa for two days? Like explain to me the reasoning reason why. You can't do that? Y'all have fun. <laughs> Let me know how it turns on the back side. <laughs> That's because all of their reasoning is, I hate my house. Right. I need to get out. Please, I need to get away. Give me a and, valid and reason that, to get away. But some people and some people are are itching to get out. Like I'm not that I'm not that person. Like I I love the fact that my kids go to school and I'm working from home as well. But they got a question, they come out. I can help them real quick if I'm not in the meeting. I talk to them at lunchtime, see how their morning classes went. If they got a test or a quiz after lunch, we can we can study real quick before they go in. I love the fact I can do that. I look, I'm a homebody by nature. I don't got to travel anywhere. I'm good. Mm-hmm. But so for me, this is. I'm I'm great," he said. "I was made for quarantine, baby." <laughs> but for other people, though, it's like again, people are people are scared for the fact they're they're ready to. The job has a hold on them. To put it that way, and they they feel that they're 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 caught at a point where they have no other choice. And I, I pray to God, I ne- I'm never in that situation. And I, I think you are definitely that, the that exception, path. not the rule. I, well, and I and I and I'm I, and I do recognize that, but I think that's because again I go back to what Carol and I always talk about. 
understanding your purpose and then understanding your is your job your platform or is that your purpose or is it is it just something that's getting this box? A check. A check. <laughs> if, if it's if it's a check and you gotta make ends meet, I'm not telling anybody to do anything, but I'm fortunate enough right now that I, I like look, I'm not going. And if that's a problem, then I got I'll go find something else. I'm good. Yeah. I, I think people struggle with finding a balance when it comes to that. And right now, I think a lot of folks out there are in an imbalance because you're absolutely right. They are terrified and there's a lot of anxiety they have just getting up to come to work, Mm -hmm. but they feel like I have to because this is how I make money. This is how I provide for my family. When really at the end of the day, no, it's not. Your gifts and your talent are how you provide for your family not that particular job that you have. And if you feel like your job is putting you at risk, then you owe it to yourself to find another source of employment that's going to value the health of you and your family, period. And, and sometimes that is, and I want to like to say, that means stepping out of your comfort zone. Just because, again, I go back to your platform versus purpose. I can fulfill, if I know my true purpose, I can fulfill that almost any platform, mm-hmm. there's maybe only a couple I can point out that I, I can't fulfill that in and I'd be stuck. But once I understand how, that, how to make those moves, I can do that in retail. I can do that in, in personal consulting, in, in my own, in, a, in the consulting business. I can do that working at a job as a manager somewhere. I can do that if I had to go back and do something. At the end of the day, I'm not scared to go back and say, I need to do X, Y, and Z for time being to put bread on the table mm-hmm. while I find my next move. And, and we, how do we get everybody to that point to, and not get them to the point, how do people understand, like, again, my gift, my talent, as Kay just said, like, that's what I'm using, but I may even be wasting them where I'm at right now. I think the biggest thing is it's, we weren't taught that, right? Like when when we were coming up, and our focus like was more about money and like job position than it was about you know your heart and what you your passion and what you you know feel you're good at. That that's the thing. If you have to start now with with the, the youth of understanding, it is okay to follow. You will go farther following your passions and talents and live a far more fulfilled life than you will chasing a check in status. But, and you're absolutely right. Cause the biggest thing that we were taught was stability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get yourself something that will provide you stable income, um, a stable life and, and just rock that out. But mm-hmm. stability <laughs> it equates and is synonymous with safe. Uh, you know, within the bounds, don't, don't, don't draw too much attention. Don't, don't question a bunch of things and uh, it don't just, like it. <laughs> that's, a, that's the thing about it. That's funny. Is like, you really think about it. The, 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 the teaching in the, in the mind state of that mentality is also based in the, when you would, man, I don't like work or I don't like it. You're not supposed to like it. <laughs> like, it's, it's about getting checked. Shut up. But it's still you do it, you just go. And it's like, no, there are actually people who love their job, who it doesn't feel like they work. And that's the way 
everybody should be. Everybody should have that opportunity to make, um, you know, uh, income and, and live life, but in a way that doesn't make them feel like they're schlepping through it and that it's so painful and it's just like, oh, I'm working. I'm, I'm just busy working for the weekend. You shouldn't have to do that. Every day should feel like the weekend. Yeah, and, and you know, man, it presents itself in different forms too. And unfortunately, um, you'll get into situations where there are people that may be of um, a higher position than you, or you know, whether that be at work or or just in life. You know what I mean? That they're in a better place, and it's because they've just stayed consistent and didn't draw any attention for thirty-five, forty years. Right. And it's just like, well, man, you had to do all that 35, 40, 50, 60 years. And then when you finally are done, you got like 10 years left to enjoy your life the way you really want to enjoy it. Like, who wants to do that? I, I got to don't, 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 say, don't get me wrong. There are some people who do enjoy doing that. And if that's your life, you live your life. But I'm letting a lot more of y'all know that that doesn't have to be your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? My bad, Art. No, no, no you're, you're right. I was going to say, just to add on that, there's some people who do, just like going to work nine to five, come home, see their kids, they're happy with that process, but they, um, they're able, they're, they're living their means so little that by the time they retire, they're the ones that are traveling this or doing those things when they're done. They retire and, and just have fun. So it's just your personality. Like if I mean... Know, it, and listen, if you're if you're a worker, you're retiring. And you're having the version of fun that you're able to at that point, right? right. Because you you go and you know you can't go on that excursion that's going you know climbing up a mountain because oh man, I'm too old for that. I'm too tired. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they, you never get that once in a lifetime experience. You get to sit by the pool, you know, and read yeah. a book. And don't get me wrong, some people enjoy that. But I want to be free at the point where you still have options. Yeah. And, and Art, even though you enjoy that now, you were not always that, that, you know, oh, yes, that's what I want to do. I remember a guy terrorizing his way through a um, amusement park, shutting off uh, escalators and everything because of the action he wanted to make sure was going down. So it's just yeah. like. There, and, and it was because you could have it at that time that it, 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 it is a big difference of being able to enjoy your life when you are healthy enough to enjoy it to the fullest versus, you know, being able to still enjoy it, but you're, you're you know, you're only able to, to, to do what you can now as opposed to really being like, yeah, man, I'm going to jump off a waterfall and I'm going to do whatever it is. You know, it does get a, a lot different when you're doing it at 50, 60 versus 2030. True, but I mean, we also got to remember that that not everybody, and much as I hate to say this, these two words together, not everybody's going to be an alpha. Most people are going to be, yep. they're just going to be workers. I mean, not everybody can be a boss. So, you know, the the free mentality, the, the free thinkers out there is is a minority. Um, we disagree with you. Really? I think there's everybody, everybody can be a boss of their own life. This is true. You yeah, might not be the boss of somebody else. It's not boss. Yeah, it's not boss, boss in, like, in the company. No, but yes, yeah, right. You can tell you run. You you are the workers. author of what goes on day to day. Right. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Y'all yeah. can say it. You can what? be the captain of your fate. 
<laughs> I won't go say that. I'm not gonna pour Victor's out. But the, the the fact the factor is again, everyone as much as everyone wants to be or you have those that succeed far, in order to have that succession, I in my mindset, in order to have that succession bubble and that throw through, there's gotta be people who are below you and the mindset that there's gold below. The people who work below you who tell you the gold who pass up information and you need them. But it's just a cycle. It's a cycle of of the the life pyramid. And not everyone's gonna be up top. So it, it, people, I think the people that exercise that from a young age and implement it daily expect that the majority of the people around them will not question, will not push. I agree. Right. I give you guys an example. So tomorrow, which by the time the cast drops will be like two days ago, we have some company execs coming to my location, right? And my boss has set it up to where several of us will be doing presentations. Now, granted, I'm 30 something days in at this particular site, um, but somehow I have a good part of the presentation, multiple points. So we had kind of like a dry run through the day and he sees something in my PowerPoint and he's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, I don't know if you should say that. And I'm like, well, why not? Well, you know, when you say stuff like that, like those ears perk up. Good. I want the ears to perk up because I want them to know about this. I want somebody to pick up the phone and be like, hey, why is this this way? And move that obstacle out of my way so I can do what I do. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I don't worry about it. If somebody got something to say, guess what? I, I thought I would be here me. five years. It's been 18. That's 13 years of overtime. I can take, <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can take my skills someplace that. else. I love that. That's so true. And you read, but you just said it. you can take your skills somewhere else. The, the, the platform you're using right now is just, that's where you ended up to be able to right now, again, if I'm free to say it, to provide, to, to put food on the table to pay the bills, why you, why you build and why you understand that you're just honing those skills right now. Those, so what is it that motivates us? What is it that drives us on a regular basis? What is it that is that internal fire? Again, it doesn't have to be the boss or something or I have to own this or that. I know people that are happy and they, they go into their job every day they're happy. And they could be the custodian in the building, they could be the CEO and in, in everything in between, right? If that's what you do, if you're happy, just the thing is about, are you content or are you happy? If it's just content just by getting by, then we need a, a checks and balance system built in somewhere. We need something like just a, a timeout. Let me do a pulse check. Am I still alive? Or am I just on life support? Going through, going through the day and day out on life support. If it's on life support, then like that's the problem with most of people in, the, in America, I'm going to say, because I, I can't speak for outside of this. But when you come across people here, it's like, it's Monday. I can't wait till Friday. That's, that's not the way I want to live day in, day out. Mm-hmm. It's Friday. Thank God I get to go home and crash and do it for the weekend. And all day Sunday, they're they depressed because they got to go back to work Monday. Like, <laughs> That's that's not the life I want to live, and I don't have to be having um, the house on millionaires row and the boat out. I don't I don't need all that personally, right? But it's the it's the freedom to be like, look, my kids are doing good, my wife and I we got the bills paid, and we might not be balling somewhere, but we're okay. 
right? But I can I can take any minute and enjoy my time with them. I can enjoy time with you guys and sit down and do this podcast, whatever, because I want to do it. I want to do it, and I I love the the fact that we can have these conversations. That's just something I look forward to. But there's people out there who have something like a podcast in their mind for years and just haven't even taken the step to do it just because they're just scared to do it or they don't have the time or opportunity because they're so busy selling their life to 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 the other man for for nickel and diamonds. Say it again. Say it again. Just get to the point where when do we get enough? And I don't want people to misunderstand because we just happened to, I think, I'll speak for all of us on this podcast. We've all broken free and kind of see things a little differently. Um, And we've all got things in our minds that we want to do and things that we want to happen. Um, So don't think that we're saying, oh man, you know, we're not like the rest of you. No, we've been there. We even lapsed back into that at times. I tell you what, we use this podcast like a gateway drug. This podcast is the gateway drug to everything else that we are thinking about doing and, and, and want to make happen because you just got to find that one thing that you're going to hold on to and try it and make it happen and see where, and see where it goes. Right. The worst thing can happen is what we put out the podcast episode and the only people that listen is one of our mamas and that's it. And you know what? <laughs> our mama is happy to death about the fact that we did it and they got something out of it. And you know what? At the end of the day, that's good enough for me. By the way, Mama said she loved the um the break room last week. He <laughs> texted me last night. <laughs> oh, nice. Just like that. Thanks, Mama. Appreciate you. See, now I'm happy. I don't know if anybody heard it, heard it, listened to it. Nobody on here even said anything about it. But I did. But it's okay. No, you told me I was rambling. That uh, whatever. No, we heard about. <laughs> we, we talked. We were watching the Lakers game about about it. <laughs> Man, in all of that, uh, I hear a lot of things. One of the the big takeaways, I think, is intrinsic value, though. Um, I think finding that intrinsic value in whatever it is you do, alongside that fire and desire that BJ was talking about, is is what's going to be important. Um, you know, like, and then I love what you just said, uh, selling your life to the person uh that's i love that like we gotta that should be on the next shirt like that that's it right there um because a lot of us they go back to the um to the people putting the um the clearance rack versions themselves out there in the world Mm -hmm. it's huge man it's huge i think that's that's big um i also think that the comfort zone people get stuck in it and it's easy because it's comfortable but you'll complain in that comfort and I'll, I'll use an example, we'll be vague at the same time. You know, a close friend mentor of mine has been in a comfort zone with uh, a very important, we'll say, person, you know, that's a very important person. And up until recently, did they finally find what I would say is the confidence and ability to want to be like, you know, just put the foot down and stop taking the BS that comes along with certain levels of comfort, you know, finally, you know, making demands or stating that, no, we're not going to do this this way. We're going to do it this way or just stepping up to the plate and not being bullied. And as soon as you start making those decisions or they started making those decisions, they start seeing that, oh, 
there's not really many consequences to this, or it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm not losing any more money than I thought I was going to lose, or I'm not. Um, uh, my reputation hasn't been sullied to the point where I can't come back from it. So I think once we start looking at these these barriers or things that are in our way and not necessarily just sitting in that comfort, like BJ was talking about with his employer, like he straight up tell him, no, I'm not traveling. I'm not comfortable with it, you know, versus myself. I'll go to Philly, you know, for a day and come on home or whatnot. It's, it's, it's no big deal. But other people who are just working in those situations and don't have the confidence or just sitting in that fear for lack of, or, or for sake of being comfortable you selling you selling yourself, man. So I think you know, focusing on you know that confidence and, and esteem to get you outside of those situations is really important, man. I'm glad to hear that we got it here. Hopefully, the listeners are taking this in and ready to step up to the plate and tell boss, I "Ain't going for it." Um, by the way, we are going to call this podcast episode the Fire and Desire episode. Oh, I say you're not feeling it. <laughs> no, no, I like it. Not really. I like it. I will, I will, I will do that. Will be the title and not parentheses, but I wrote down as the title. So we'll go with that. Or there it is. The pen is in the air and being written down right now. It is now on ink. Hey, you, you don't have to listen to me, man. You know what I'm saying? You go out there and do do what you think you need to do. <laughs> no, we're good. What's going to make you happy, brother? Right. Step up to the boss. <laughs> there it is. Um, <clears throat> all right. I hope you got your corner ready because we're coming your way next. Like next, next, like now, next. Like now, next. <laughs> we are in the corner about saying right. we're walking down the street. You know what? All right, I, I got a good one because this is um this is something. Shout out to um to What's Up Next. This is a, a podcast that I listen to um from a uh, two two amazing people. They're they're young. They're uh they're in love. Um engaged, and they kind of break down the ability of of having this the same conversation. A couple weeks ago, they talked about the, the not having the fear of their boss telling them, oh, well, you know, if you want to do the right thing, just keep on this path and you'll you'll move on to where you'd be. And she said, I don't want, it's not where I want to be. Like, it's never my goal to be here. Um, and thank you for that that motivation. I, I have a plan of life. I'm only 24 years old. Like, it's not my, my long-term goal. Um, so it just, like you said earlier, it's the ability to know for yourself that, hey, like I this is great for now. This is my, my path, my step forward to where I need to go. It's a stepping stool to get me there. But you got to know where you are. You got to know your passion. This is not what you want. Then be cool with it and be cool with saying that thank you very much for that process or that next step. But I, I'm i going to verge left. I'm taking that in the other field and going that way. Um, it, it was just cool. So I want to give a shout out to them because they had that there and we're talking about it now. And it's kind of coincidence that we just happen to be in the same space that now the time to think about yourself and what you're doing and if you're going the right way with your career, your path and your life. Cause no one, I always say, no one wants to look back and say, I wish I could have or should have. It's all about what you can do unless you know you want to go that path and you're fine with being ordinary. Most of us want to be extraordinary. So choose a path that's right for you. All right, I'm gonna stay there for a second, man. Um, what's the name of that podcast again? What's up next, W-A-T-T. 
up next. It's Man, a- y'all better stop shouting out these people that don't shout us out. Uh, FYI, they did shout us out three weeks ago. Oh, that's big. Yes. They listened to WhatsApp. Listen to your break room. And it was like, I, I listened to my boy Art's podcast, and the break room was amazing. The first 20 minutes was on fire. And I, the first two minutes was on fire, and I couldn't stop it. She told her whole their whole team about that. So, Oh, wow. Well, okay, shout out to them, man. My bad. <laughs> I didn't know. Well, Make that man just going. have to eat that right back up. Right? <laughs> I mean, we just not hearing about it, so we got to – Right, right, right. I was waiting for the right time to to, to, to throw it in because it deserved to be put in the right place, and it wasn't going to be just a throwback because it was there. It had to be um, genuine. Okay. Oh so man, they- we should have shouted them out the very next cast, man. Hey, listen, we hope y'all listening this week. Don't they be mad. Are. They are. Appreciate y'all. Clean it up, Jay. Clean it up. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, all right. I wanted to ask, um, did they discuss, and if not, give me your thoughts on the diving deep into that versus like maybe having one foot in and one foot out, like you're, um, you're going towards whatever that goal is, that purpose, you made your decision up. But uh, Talk about that, because the Hokey Pokey is a terrible song. It teaches you bad habits. <laughs> ah, there it is. I can, I can see you telling Arthur, "Stop it! We're not singing that song." <laughs> it's um, no, they she they they spoke about and his husband, male, well, girlfriend and boyfriend or fiance, fiance. Um, they did speak about the ability to to just say, "I don't, I can leave tomorrow." It's okay. So she's committed to her path, um, and she's ready to go forward. She's just doing this now because it just helps out while they build their their family and their and their their ability to leave. But she's not afraid to just go. Okay, I'm I'm done. So she's all in to what she wants to do. She's already done her path, completed all her certifications. She's just literally um, there now as the path until COVID's done. And so, like anything now, she can leave if she wants to. She's not tied to it. So now she has fun because she's not tied to the job. And the job is now cool because there's no there's no need for it. It's more of a this is what I'm enjoying now in this part of my life. Man, get that monkey off your back. That pressure. Right. Right. Makes it a totally different situation. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Before I go to Coach K to close us out, man, I want to remind everybody that you can get this podcast everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Vimeo, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Anchor, and a host of other podcast streaming platforms. Uh, Make sure you're following us at 13th Floor, please, on all your social medias. And uh, let us know, man. Leave it in the comments, man. Tell BJ how fire he was this episode coming out the gate with everything. You can feel his passion, <laughs> the intensity. Through your speakers. <laughs> Yo, this the intensity has been one of those ones. Is like, like how how are you gonna live up to to what you really believe in? Like, it is gonna test you, right? And it gets the line where, in the sand, baby. Yeah, it's what like you gonna do. Like when you have and again, does that the possibility of retaliation or something cross my mind? Yeah, but I, I don't. Y'all have, y'all can't hold nothing on me. Like yeah, what they going to tell I, me? I know what I'm, I, what I'm doing. I know the relationships that I built. I know what I bring to the table. Like this, this Lily, I'm in this job because I choose to be here. Like I, like almost like you said. I don't desire to grow any further than where I'm at now. I, I do what I do now because I love the impact that I have on schools and kids, right? I can go do that in many other positions around the world. We've talked about that before. Like, I'm not 
holding this job as the, this job is not held over my head and like I, as, as leading me down a path, I, I could care less. And when you, once it, again, it's, it's still a, a burden because you have to figure out what that is and commit to it and, and move forward. But at the same time, it's freedom. It's like, I, I'm not going to do something just because you think and you're okay with putting yourself and your family at, at risk of doing so. Like, again, will I do my job? Yes, locally, I'm not, not taking an uncalculated risk to do so. I'm not staying overnight. I'm not, I'm not written cards like that. I'm good. He's <laughs> good. Fear is a mind killer, ladies and gentlemen. Fear is a mind killer. Coach K, Morpheus, the tuner. Tune us up, man. Get us up out of here. You want me to follow up after BJ and his passion, man? Like, what, what am I supposed to say now? But, Fire and desire, baby. Fire and desire. That's all Fire I want and to desire. hear. Fire and desire. All right. So one of my mom's favorite songs, um, and this is not me dating myself. This is kind of me showing you just the diverse range that I have. Um, so Sammy Davis Jr. has a popular song. Um, it's called I Gotta Be Me. And one of the lyrics in that song is that I can't be right for somebody else if I can't be right for me. And for a lot of you out there, you all are out there and you're so loyal to your employer, to things, to your family members. And I'm going to say it now. You can't be loyal to somebody else if you can't be loyal to yourself. And that's kind of what we've been talking about this whole podcast is that we just get so used to what somebody else is providing for us when we are actually providing it for ourselves for a fee. And when you know what your actual worth is and you stay ready to inform somebody else about what your worth is, you don't have to worry about leaving that job. You don't have to worry about leaving that bad relationship that you're in, that you just in it because it's comfortable. You know the person, you know the things you don't like about them. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I know what I don't like about this person and that's why I stay with them. I don't know what I won't like about the next person. People say that foolishness and I'm just like, what? <laughs> that is ridiculous. Um, listen, know your worth, know how you apply it know how you prove that that's your worth and the doors are open. You go anywhere you want to. Somebody's going to pay you. Somebody's going to pay you what you're worth, whether it be in monetary, um, just in time, companionship. Stop being loyal to people that aren't loyal to you. Don't go where you're tolerated. Go where you're celebrated. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate y'all for joining us here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but them views are amazing. 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 Amazing.